what is going on hampton rose welcome to another great edition of our smooth club live here on wnsb hot 91 the soul of va look you are joining with your favorite group of guys once again we'll actually uh we're one guy short but we're still gonna have a great show uh i'm your guy errington gavin joining me is producer cam godly cam what's going on with you brother yeah what's going on my man I'm man, chilling, bro. I'm chilling. Getting a little, me, little heated in VA, huh? A, l- really a little, chilling. a little, yeah. man. I, so yeah. I was, uh, I was at a wedding uh, uh, earlier today, and uh, yeah, it was, it was toasty. It was, it was extremely toasty. And uh, your boy, indoor, indoor, or outdoor. It was outdoor. It was outdoor, uh, and I didn't know it was outdoor. And you know, that's something that I should have probably asked before. You know, you go attending with your, you know, what you wear on. You know, you. You know exactly what your what is, the wardrobe that, would be. Is that not on the invitation? Uh, you know, I ain't really look at the invitation. Uh, oh. you know, I was one of the ones that oh, wedding. All right, remind me. Boom, it's today. Okay, bet. You know, picked out what I was gonna wear the day of and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. Okay, that's pertinent info. But I got you. I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> but man, look. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we are guys short. Sirac couldn't be in a day. Uh, but hey. Uh, Cam and I, we holding the fork down. We truly appreciate y'all tuning in again here on WNSB Hot 91, the Solar VA 2R Smooth Club Live. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, boss man. Um, so well, later on in the show, we're honored to have uh, a gentleman by the name of Rob J. Great artist, uh, one of Hampton Roads' uh, own uh, great voices. I've known this uh, gentleman for uh, for some years, man. Um, mm-hmm. High school buddies, uh, great musician. He has a new single out called What You Want. And I'm like, look, these these titles, man, they they going ham on these titles. So I get to yeah. talk with him a little bit uh, uh, in regards to his new single, uh, what he has going on. He also had the opportunity to perform at Something in the Water. So I talk, we talk a little bit about that. And uh, again, you hear that later on in the show. But uh, as of right now, man, look, we got we got to get on with some topics and something that has just been stuck on me. You know, uh, you know, Robert De Niro, the one, the only Robert De Niro cam. Yes, sir. So, uh, Robert De Niro, one of my all-time favorite actors, man. One of my all-time favorite actors. I'm a big mafia, you know, theme guy. So, The Godfathers, The Untouchables, uh, Casino, all of them, all, all mafia-based. Um, the Irishman, all of them, and majority of them, <laughs> De Niro's in. So I'll, I'll say De Niro's one of my favorite actors. But uh, he was in the, uh, he was making some headlines uh, uh, in the, uh, in the, in the public. Uh, what for the right, for group, good reasons. Uh, him and his girlfriend uh, just welcoming. Uh, a new baby um it's his seventh and um i see your expression cam you're like wait a minute de niro how old is de niro because they're like the man's 79 years old the man is 79 and still popping out babies this his oldest is 51 years old and now he has, <laughs> he has... yeah yeah so so yeah, that's wild 50 50 years yeah, older than your sibling is insane um oh so I, I i did hear about this story and i gotta be honest when when i when it first kind of hit the tubes or whatever mm-hmm. like I, I didn't really think much of it i was like all right i mean cool more power to him but the more I thought about it, and honestly, to be completely transparent, I did see it in the post, and the post actually um, it screen capped um, one of the comments, mm. and one of the comments said, "Like, I mean, if we're being already real, I don't want to put De Niro in the grave, but what is he has what maybe ten, fifteen left here, and then like you're having, you're you're putting your your." family your child like i've obviously monetarily they're going to be set we said the same mm-hmm. same thing about nick cannon situation and all that mm-hmm. right but you you're putting them in a position that they'll have to deal with a major death very early in their life and that that in itself is kind of selfish to me man i can't agree with you more and that's the conversation that's going on it's like okay this wasn't an accident they planned on having you know right. having a kid and the thing is, and you bring, you know bring up Nick Cannon, which I'll uh, go with that point a little later. But like the first thing I thought about was, okay, how old would you know De Niro be when this kid you know graduates from kindergarten or boom fifth grade graduation? Okay, now we're looking at college. So it's like the older when that kid gets to you know the running around, the playing, the 
you know, Robert can't, he can't keep up with that, that kid 24 seven. So again, yeah. like you said, financial wise, they are set, but here's what, you know, gets me with people is like, when I hear an individual say, well, he can take, as long as he can take care of it, that's all good. No, because that's a Nick Cannon situation. He can afford those kids, but Cam, right. he spoke about it before on the pod. Yes, you sir. know, you brought up a good point. Okay. How, it is impossible for him to really be forced, you know, in each individual's life and they all live, you know, separately in different, you know, different areas. That's a mm -hmm. hard thing to do. So mm -hmm. again, I go back to the narrow 79 years old, dude, 79, like, yeah, ah, like college, you will be probably in a wheelchair. If God forbid, like, you know, the modern day person is living at least 105 nowadays. Right. I mean, they're, they're, they're taking over a hundred, like it's nothing, but still, <laughs> I mean, his oldest is 51 years old. So now a 51 years old has a sibling that is an infant. Like now it's, I, I don't know, man. I mean, Hey, the, 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 swimmers are still moving. They strong, but uh. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the thing about being a guy. Like we don't really go through anything. I mean, you can lose potency. You can lose stuff like that. But normally speaking, we don't go through a thing where we no longer can have kids. So we can have mm -hmm. kids until we, um, you know, cease to breathe. That doesn't necessarily mean we should have kids until mm -hmm. we cease to breathe. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's, um, you know, I, I think it's, you know, anytime you speak about childbirth in normal circumstances is a joyous occasion and all that good stuff. I just think mm -hmm. that I, I, I would love to hear from him. Like, what was the thought process? What's the plan? I know it's not my business, but now I'm mm -hmm. curious. Like, you put that information out there. So, like, like seriously. And, and before yeah. before we hit a uh, before we hit a commercial break, man, I want to ask you the question real quick. Like, what mm -hmm. do you think personally? Like the max age, you know? If I mean, you could say in, in your in your opinion, as far as like what you would do if you you know. But like, what do you think is like the age? Okay, look, this is too. This is I'm too old. Like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm gonna stop right here. Is my max? I mean, it, it just depends because some people are like some people shouldn't have kids past thirty. <laughs> right some people can have kids up to 50 55 years old you know what yeah, i'm saying it, it yeah. just depends on what your your personal like how much are you going to be in, able to invest into this child like mm. of yourself like how are you going to be able to um create a a normal life for this child you know and not have them a, around uh tenders and sitters and stuff like that all the time because you can't run behind them you yeah. know so I think you just got to be real with yourself and, you know, figure out, like, can you really handle this, this responsibility in this thing? And I, I don't know. A lot of cases. I, 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 I agree with you, man. Look, if y'all listening, look, if y'all in your 40s, look, that's that's a that's a good max age, in my opinion. If you're 79, please, please yeah. just just say, you know what? Let me get a dog. Let me let me get a get a hamster, get a yeah. gerbil, get something. I don't know. Get a fish. That's just me. Yeah. But. I'm sorry, I might be, you know, messing people with you about, but anyway, we're gonna go to a commercial break. More with our smooth club live here on WNSB Hot 91, the soul of EA. Yeah. What's going on, fam? Welcome back to our smooth club live here on WNSB Hot 91, the soul of VA. Look, I'm so excited to bring to you, well, not bring to you, but introduce to y'all uh not just a good friend of mine, but one of the most truly talented uh artists here out of Hampton Roads. Uh, you've heard his music many times here on WNSB, and he has a new single out entitled uh, What You Want. What yes, sir. you want. And you can take it how you want it. What do you want? Or, you know, <laughs> what do you want? You know, you can make it sexy. So, there look, you go. But without further ado, let me introduce none other than one only Mr. Rob J. Rob J., what's going on with your boss, man? Well, what's good, bro? I'm blessed to be alive in the land of living. You know what I'm saying? I'm here being interviewed by a goat. You know what I'm saying? Uh Stop it, stop it, stop it. I'm look. good, I'm good. I can't complain. <laughs> man, well, look, man, you you coming off of, look, first of all, a busy, busy uh, uh, period because mm -hmm. you have been back and forth from the Hampton Roads area to Charlotte because I see yep. you uh, do uh, pre-shows with the Charlotte Hornets mm -hmm. as well as, um, you perform, well, I don't, did you, weren't you on the lineup with something in the water? Like with, yes, uh, sir, yep, that Sunday we um actually was uh, picked and selected to do the Love at First Sight stage, you know what I'm saying? Wow. So, to be selected for that was an honor. Um, it was unfortunate the day that I was supposed to perform. We had a mm -hmm. real bad tornado, you know what I'm saying? Prayers to the families and that whatnot. But um, like I said, to be part of the list and, um, you know, be promoted so heavy and be along those great list of names that Pharrell put together, you know, mm -hmm. it was a blessing definitely to be, uh, you know, on that lineup. Man, well, look, 
Uh, I mean, you're, you're more deserve, you know, all those credentials because, again, I've known you for a minute, you know, went to high school together. I've Thank known you, you as, the, as the songstress. You, you, the man the man got a voice like an angel. I mean, soft, <laughs> so soft. And, you know, would you now would you describe yourself truly in just, you know, the genre of R&B? Is that like, you know, what you would describe your, you know, your sound, your your voice and all that mm-hmm. stuff? Um, I would definitely say R&B is my roots. Um mm-hmm. As we know now, R&B is kind of into the state where it's kind of like um, like hybrid, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like a little bit of this and this and this influence and that influence. And it's kind of like, you know, what R&B is today. So I believe I'm an embodiment of a little bit what's old, but also what's new. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, I don't want to be sounding too old to where the... Because <laughs> you're not. Because <laughs> you're, you're not. Because you're not. Exactly, but I still want to keep it true to my roots. So I kind of, um, you know, like to blend it a little bit. Um, you know, be really like melodic on the hooks and you know, on mm, the verses. Mm. Uh, kind of show like you know the more like flow. You know, what I'm saying on it. So it, it, it works together well, and it's something that works for me. Um, you know, when I'm able to perform it, I'm able to get a good reaction from. You know, what I'm saying both maybe the older audiences and then also the younger audiences too, because they both. You know, what I'm saying appreciate. Awesome, man. Well, look, let's talk more about your roots, man. Let's talk about the upbringing because sure. how how big, how like important, you know, is music to you, and how did it all start for you and your upbringing? For sure. Um, first of all, music is very important to me. Um, you know, I have my typical start, uh, you know, in church. You know, saying Sundays. Um, let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Amen, amen. <laughs> um, you know, getting ready to do solos um, at church, and like we was discussing before. The church is so important because it really gives you that foundation. One, of not being nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, being able to be openly critiqued and, you know what I'm saying, and uh, just being able to to learn, you know what I'm saying. You have lyrics to songs to learn and, you know, about pitch and key and, you know, direction. And, um, you know, it's just so much that the church, you know what I'm saying, seeing the church taught me. And so I'm I'm very appreciative and grateful for that being um, my upbringing and also an upbringing of other great artists who came before me, you know what I'm saying? They they started in the church as well. So definitely music has been core to me since a youngie, you know what I'm saying? And I've just been blessed to be able to grow with it and, you know, feel like I really have a a relationship with music where, like I said, we grew together. So, Well, yeah, absolutely right, because people always think that, like, the Apollo crowd is a rough Mm -hmm. crowd. No, the crowd in the church. The church. You know, the church will let you know. It will let you know, like, you know, when they always say, let them use you, they let really try to say, please, please say, you look that, over? That's, a, that's, a, that's a cry for help. <laughs> exactly. Know? And you know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's a nice way of putting it. Sometimes they'll be bold. Who gave me get that, num- that, that number one, that number one solo? Who, who, who told them to right, do right. that, right? Hold up now. Look at the glasses down. They'll be like, and if you realize it now, it's like a full-on production is, you know, in some churches because it's it's all oh, loud. Yeah. I mean, you regardless of what you know, which church you you know you attend, I mean mm-hmm. you, from the choir, from the from the choir director, from yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, really, really major to you know get that spot on those at, on those rosters. So it's very tough. Exactly, bro. And it's a it's a big deal. And like I said, um, you know, going a little bit deeper into it, not too deep, but you know, so we understand, you know, uh Music is is God's gift that He gives to us. You know, what I'm saying to communicate, mm-hmm. and, you know, in various other forms. You know, what I'm saying such as like worship, or um, you know, just being able to reach somebody. You can enter uh, a church, and the worship just by itself allows you to be able to communicate to God, or um, you know, you even be able to hear from Him without the pastor even opening his mouth. You know, what I'm saying so. The music medium is so powerful, and um, you know, it's just very important to really watch what we do with our gifts, even though, um, you know, everybody has their own interpretation of the art. We all have a purpose, I'll say, as artists to, mm-hmm. you know, make people feel, uh, you know, whether they're happy or they may be sad or, you know, whatever that feeling is. I believe we as artists have a responsibility to stay true to that and to, um, you know, really realize our gifts is not just for us, but it's for others and, you know, saying uplifting in that way. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, look, Rob, you have a new single out titled "What You Want." Now, yes, you've had some, you had some bangers, you have some hits. You perf- you've had songs along with the baby. You, were, mm-hmm. I know, recently you were uh, on a on a, a stage, or you shared a stage with King Combs. So you've, yeah. you, you know, you've got the you had the can't get my words out. You've had the opportunities <laughs> to perform with some heavy hitters in the music industry, mm-hmm. but now you have this new single called "What You Want." I've tuned into it. 
Yes, it's sir. dope. I close my I close my eyes. I'm like, man, I you you, you yeah. your voice is so is is powerful. But I mean, just the music, the sound is so Thank hot. You. So where did the thoughts? Where did you know for the name title? Where did all this come about? Mm-hmm. What, what you want? Where did this come about? Yeah, um, we just really wanted to be organic with um, with the music. Um, shout out to the producer, um, Recon Mars, a good friend of mine. Matter of fact, he went to know for Christian uh, as well, Sharif. Shout out, shout out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, you know, we had been working together. He cooked up a track for me on my last project. So he had sent me, you know what I'm saying, just some cuts over. And I was listening to it. I'm like, yo, like this sounds crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, every time I get something dope that I like to hear, I like to work on it right then and there. And I try not to think too hard about how I want to go, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't mm. want people to feel like, you know, I sat there and overthought it all. I just want it to be what I'm feeling right then and there. So I got the track and I was just listening to it and I just started humming the melody. And I was like, oh, snap. Like, just let me go from there, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, everything just came together and whatnot. And, you know what I'm saying? You got what you want. And is it is it on? Is it because I've heard a lot of, you know, artists always say literally, I could just be, you know, in the grocery store. I can be doing something and I could just hum a melody or I hear a conversation and be like, boom, that's yeah. the name or that's the theme. Like, does that have do you do you have those moments like that? Oh yeah, of course. Um, you know, like you could be going through something in a day and then you might just call it a track that or you know what I'm saying. A lot of times, me personally, I always pick the titles from the hooks or like a significant part that somebody mm. might remember. Cause if you're singing a melody, you know what I'm saying, you're like, damn, what's the What's the name of the song? If you sing, if you have one part of the chorus right then, nine times out of ten, you're gonna be able to remember the name of the song. You know what I'm saying? So gotcha, that's gotcha, how it's worked gotcha. out. That's how it's worked out for me so far. You know what I'm saying? If you're able to hear one of the uh, hook parts, you can you know know the name of the song, and you know that helps find it. But yeah, um, song titles come from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And um, like try to be open with that. You know what I'm saying? Outside of it too. And if it's sometimes if it's left field, then it goes with it. Then it's just that. But that's usually my process. I like to find like a part of the hook that's um you know identifiable, and then just make that the title. Man, that's so dope. Well, look, set aside from being you know a performer, musician, singer, uh-huh. you are also a business owner. You're an entrepreneur. You have new, yes, sir. Uh, your brand new. You're co-owner of New Wealth Society. Let's talk a little yes, more because we're coming uh, to the tail end of this interview, but we do want to keep okay. you. Uh, on board because we want to chat a little bit on the pod as well. Yeah. So let's talk a little more about uh, New Wealth Society. Definitely. So New Wealth Society is uh, a clothing brand we came up with in the middle of the pandemic. Me and my business partner, Tristan Butler, um, we just wanted to do something fun. Um, I wasn't able to really perform like that because obviously stages and stuff were shut down, but we still wanted Mm. to be creative and be able to have merch to give to people. So we were sitting down thinking, was like, what's something that we would want to, you know what I'm saying, imply in the culture or what would be our message to the culture? You know what I'm saying? We're like, dang, awesome. New wealth society. You know what I'm saying? Like, new, we're not, we're not old with it. You know what I'm saying? We're young with it. We new, fresh ideas. You know what I'm saying? And our desire is wealth, and we're pushing the society forward. So, you just kind of put it all together as new wealth society. And um, it's something that all ages can rock with. You know what I'm saying? We're not limited to just young people. It's for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody loves wealth. Everybody, um, you know what I'm saying, is a part of the society. And then every day that you wake up, it's a new opportunity to be great, you know what I'm saying, to do great things. Mm-hmm. So all of the worries are kind of like active. There's nothing about what we're doing this, you know what I'm saying, in the past. We're all about moving forward. Awesome, awesome. Well, look, sure. look, Rob, I truly appreciate, man, you coming on the show. Look, how Thank can you we for having support? Me. You have a new single, What You mm-hmm. Want. People, listen, tune in, check it out. How can we tune in? How can people find out more about you, Rob, and all that good stuff? For sure. Um, definitely, uh, y'all go stream that what you want. It's available on Apple Music, um, Tidal, Deezer, Spotify, wherever you think about it at, it's up there. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Rob J Official, uh, Facebook Rob J, Twitter Rob J. You Google me Rob J, come up. Um, you know, my stuff is always up there, and it's uh, you know, I'm I'm here to work and you know reach out to so y'all can just hit me. Awesome, awesome. Well, look, ladies and gents. Again, Mr. Rob J. Rob, thank you so much, boss man. Look, we are going to go to a commercial break, but we'll come back with more Our Smooth Club Live here on WNSB Hot 91, the soul of VA. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I was going to sing, but I don't have that kind of voice. We we, we, we appreciate it. No, no, we appreciate it. And the listeners do too, sir. You know, all right, Kim. You're right. right, My bad. I have feelings too. I have feelings. Anyways, (laughs) anyways, look. Uh, Ciroc is not here, but we still are going to hold the fork down for his segment. Ciroc, what you think? 
look, Cam, we putting you in the we putting you in the seat right now. You're yeah, not, yeah, you are yeah, yeah. Cam for some advice. What you got for so, us, Cam? So, so we're not gonna dip into the Ciroc what you think basket because that's another basket off. That's, yeah, that's, that's a whole other basket. That's that's a that's that's uncharted. Only only Ciroc can open that door. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you put your hand in that basket, that your hand will yeah, get yeah, you know yeah. shot. To, ah. But I I did scour the internets and um we 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 went past a a dating relationship type of deal here, and uh I I'm a, this is this is a rather long winded post so I'm going to breeze through it but we will get the general idea of what it is so um a a a woman 22 years old um uh, wrote in about herself and a boyfriend uh cannot find middle ground about sex frequency we are really close friends for uh three years well we were close friends for three years we are in a relationship for nine months now we are each other's first at everything very important there we get along well and we have a pretty healthy relationship other than the fact um, other than the problem of physical intimacy we both are students living on the same campus in different dormitories in our country so they're not, I'm assuming they're not here. Dorms do not allow other gender visitors. Wow. So we usually get together at an office where we have a key. Whoa. Okay. Juicy. Yeah, Juicy. right? He doesn't want to have sex as much as I do. At first, I was frustrated thinking he doesn't find me attractive enough. And he was he was pointing out how busy we were and he does not like doing it at the office which does not have a comfortable bed however these these got me more upset wait wait what are the, what however these got me more upset because to me if you are in love with someone you cannot think that logically love and desire outweighs the cons i feel like he's he wants sex only because it's conventional for him um mm. not because he desires me so that's the gist of it it goes a little further um the end of her end paragraph is i do not know what's normal i do not know if this is solvable anything would help blah 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 now the first thing that strikes me is Mm -hmm. they're both 22 years old right like at that age like that's i feel like that's when you just doing it just to do it right like that's you're young you're young yeah yeah you're in college let's be real i mean yeah (laughs) so then i i it makes me wonder if they're serious too young um is he is he not as interested in having relations with just her is he bored with it Mm. does he want to does he want to uh experience something else outside like you know, there's there's a lot of things that could factor in here, but what do you what do you think? Well, the worst thing is, you're if it it seems like one cares more than the other. She's obviously having it seems more of a feeling attraction towards him, and like to her, the intimacy part is just oh that's added on, but to him it's vice versa. The mm-hmm. intimacy is like oh we got to we got to have it we got to have it, but the mm-hmm. feeling is like. Eh, we cool and all we cool you know right there right then and there you're kind of stretching off ruining a relationship out yeah. you know just a friendship uh yeah. like you said 22 years old they're young so you have a huge huge life ahead of you yeah. uh people really you know they find they find themselves and they you know they they find them something they learn the hard way in college a lot of stuff goes mm-hmm. down in you know in college so mm-hmm. i think that uh, girl if 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 you need to express your true feelings to him. If he never admits admits that or he feels anywhere in the same, you know, hey, just be friends. I mean, you're young, you're in college, mm-hmm. you're gonna find there's other people out there, and trust mm-hmm. and believe you ain't the only one he messing with, in my opinion. I just that's just me. Personally. I mean, maybe, I maybe not, maybe, maybe not. I, I don't want to assume know. that, but I feel like he might at least be interested somewhere else. Uh, a little more context. Um, she said, I couldn't understand how a healthy male does not get turned on by his girlfriend. I have to beg him for sex every time, and it's degrading. I do not force him mm. to consent, but I am always the one who initiates, and he rejects almost nine out of ten offers. Mm, I don't know. That kind of answers my question right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I <laughs> love to hear. Um, but you know thing. what I will say, though? 
for us one, guys, it's always one, hard. Oh, I'm sorry. One more, one more quick part. Um, I asked she, so she asked him, "How often do you want to have sex?" She said, "Um, like how often is normal for you?" There's no normal because this is their both of their first experience, so mm. whatever. But she said, he said, once in two to three weeks. She said, "I am shocked. We do not have. We do not." know how we can find middle ground for me it's like once every three to four days which i you know i think that's good, yeah. good number good number yeah so i uh yeah that's that's wild that's I wild just, i think that for one i think his mind is on somebody else just i mean just after hearing that it, when it when yeah. it, when, it, when you hear that a woman has to beg a man that is rare, cause I mean, let's be real, us men that we, we're that we're assuming he's attracted to because because ooh, he's with her. Ooh, that's we're that's assuming. True. I, I I'm I'm making that assumption, but yeah. I, I I don't know. That I is true. Know. That is true. And on top of that, too, it's like I don't know. It's it's hard because I wanted to also say, as men, it's we we can't catch a signal too good from our ladies. Like I, I get myself in trouble all the time in anything, not, you know, it's, it's like, okay, you want to do, you want to do this, you want to do that. I can't really, I, I assume, but then I get my, you know, I get my, I play my cards wrong. Cause I, I, I'm, I can't read minds. And I know that's what right. struggles a lot in relationships is that, Hey, look, none of us are mind readers, but a lot of women assume, you know, in my opinion, I think they assume that you're supposed to know this. You're supposed to, you know, this, but they're young. Again, I, I think it's, I think one person wants more than the other. Uh, eh, we will, we will see. We will see. But I truly appreciate them at com- look, coming to us for advice because, again, I feel like I, you know, I feel pretty special. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said, if they come for Ciroc, all I'm saying, if y'all, if y'all ask Ciroc for advice, I mean, man, yeah, y'all can. Yeah. We, 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 <laughs> come on, come on now. But, but I, f- uh, I feel like Ciroc has few, saved a few few situations with his advice, though. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta extend my guy some bail there. I feel like he, you know, he's. I'm not. He's, I'm he's, not. No, no. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it, Cam. I'm not gonna cave in. No. I'm yeah, not. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look, y'all. Uh, how, how we how we looking with with time, boss producer? How we how we looking with the time? I think we're about done. We you got any shout out oh. anything to wrap it up today? Well, look, I just want to shout out uh okay, starting uh, not starting, but uh the Revolution Foundation will be having uh their annual uh, uh uh they're having a Father's Day extravaganza June 18th, okay? June 18th at the Delta Hotel by Marriott in Chesapeake, Virginia. Um it's going to be a two event uh it's going to be two events going on within one event. We're going to have a paint and sip as well as a comedy show. Very excited. Uh, comedy show will feature, of course, uh, my good friend and brother Ciroc Fox will be hosting it. Uh, we'll have <laughs> David. That's right. We have David Logan opening for the one and only Miss Stefani will be headlining. So it's going to be a great event. Again, giving thanks to all the fathers, you know, uh, catering to them, uh, you know, again, acknowledging them because uh, so- sometimes fathers do feel a little down. So I want to throw that plug in. Uh, and also just, hey, continue to tune into the show every Sundays at 12 p.m. here on WNSB Hot 91. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rugged Evo TV, our podcast, our Smooth Club podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. And last but not least, June 3rd, y'all, June 3rd, we will premiere our television show, Our Smooth Club Presents, in your city on in Sky 4. City. In your city. So very excited for that. Um, just continue to support 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 this gentleman right here, Mr. Cam Golly. Cam, you got anything before we jet? Nah, man. You 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 got enough going on. We don't want to bombard the listeners, but I bombard the heck out of them. I'm bombarding everybody. I don't care. All good stuff. All good stuff. Some good stuff on the horizon, though, especially coming within your city. But we're gonna keep that stuff on the wraps until it happens. But you know, until then, keep keep tuning in. Listen to the podcast. Podcast extended version of the radio show where we really tell you how we feel. That's right. That's right. Tune in. All right, y'all, be easy. We'll see you next Sunday here on Our Smooth Club Live on WNSB Hot 91, the soul of VA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. You want me to end the recording and start with the... Okay, we can start. Nah, we right. going we, we right in. in. We in this? Okay. All right. right Damn it. Finally.
the rock. No, not that one. I was finally. Yeah, yeah. The wrong, wrong button. Wrong button. Hit the hit the other button. Yeah. That that was the wrong one. My that was the wrong ad lib. Yeah. yeah. That that was. I you know I I thought I was going somewhere, but you know I learn every day. I learn I every feel day. You, I feel Man, you. look. Well, look. Y'all now tune into the pod, our Snoop Club podcast. This is a show where everyday men discuss everyday topics. Look, you're joining the, with the OG. The pod was it's the OG <laughs> of this experience. It you really know what is, I'm man. It was the first. And would you believe, Cam? Like last time I checked, I think we probably done over 70 episodes like 71 72 episodes Probably. man it's crazy Probably. it is crazy when we look when we get to 100 we got to turn up we got to have some kind of celebration i'm i'm, yeah. I'm working on it right now Word. but uh but yeah thank you for those uh who are tuned in who probably tuned into our radio show earlier today uh we are now into the podcast formation which means we can get a little unfiltered and we got some stuff to talk about some shit stuff. oh Gosh, oh my bad, oh, my bad, bro. Yeah. I felt that in my ear. I felt that in my ear like that, that tough went real heavy. In my ear. yeah, yeah, my bad. I got a little excited. You Man, know. well, look, Sorak, uh, Sorak is um, out at the uh, at the moment, uh, hanging with the family. As you know, hey, we're we, we have Mother's lives. Day weekend. It is, Day weekend. is, man. It is, man. We we he he he's committed with that. So hey, we appreciate. Uh, you know, hey, I got Cam with me. It's yours truly, Aaron to Gavin. Look. We got to bring up this conversation, Cam, because I was reading about it earlier, and I just it it mind blows me the way people just think they can say whatever they want, and I, I don't know. This uh, so Bob Huggins, Bob or Huggins, yeah, Bob Huggins, who is the uh, West Virginia basketball men's basketball coach, uh, ranked seventh all time in winning, winning his coaches. So very very popular coach got him into some trouble. Uh, he was. A little uh, bit of water. A little bit just, of water. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. He was on a uh, radio show out in the Cincinnati area. So if you can't recall, uh, Huggins used to coach uh, University of Cincinnati. Uh, again, mm-hmm. great, you know, great coach out there. Uh, very accomplished. He was on the, uh, let's see. Okay. In a radio interview on News Radio 700 WL, WLW in Cincinnati, uh, he was discussing uh, with the host in which Huggins recalled this is what <laughs> an event that occurred. He says that uh, he recalled rubber penises were thrown on the floor of hold a on, on, cross town. I have a clip. Is all this in the clip? Oh, you got the clip? Oh, if you got the clip. I yeah, got the yeah. clip. You got the clip? I got oh, the never, clip. Never, never mind then. Never let's mind. Play, let's play the clip. Play let's the hear, clip then. Let's hear what old Bobby had to say. Play that shit. <laughs> Damn it. Hold on. Why the clip ain't playing? We got we don't got a clip. Oh. We 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 got the clip. Hold on. Smaller in the segment. There it is. There it is. I don't know. We had some time. Plus, all those bags, those Catholic bags, right? <laughs> Hello. Coach Bob Huggins, you're on the air. I'm sitting here with Steve Muller in the segment. <laughs> Why would, what would make you think I wanted to talk to you? <laughs> hey, Coach. Now, we're telling Huggins stories, but we had a cut at which you kind of took a little shot at me as not being a trustworthy person. Would you want to revise and extend those remarks? Absolutely not. <laughs> hey, Hugs, I told him they thought it was misunderstood, taken out of context. It was out of context. <laughs> uh... I don't know. I just it must have been it must have been my thoughts at the time. <laughs> now Steve also tells me that you have the best portal transfers. Have you have you posted any Xavier guys to come to oh, play for West Virginia? Catholics don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're above the fracas, aren't we? No problem. Yeah, absolutely. I mean you you I tell you what, any any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it, my God, they can get away with anything. <laughs> Bobby, rubber penis was this? I like think that was it's a crosstown shootout. Wasn't I think it? it was transgender night, wasn't it? What? Was that it? It was a, it was a crosstown shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those fags, those those fags. I think. All right. What it was was all those fags, those those Catholic fags. That's where Bobby got cut. Listen, listeners, those are the words of Bob Huggins and Bob Huggins only. Our school club has nothing to do with that shit, but absolutely not. First of all, (laughs) 
I just love it when white men think they can just say whatever they want and just whatever get away the fuck with it. They want. I mean, I'm sorry. And, you know, I have white friends, but there's a level of, and trust and believe, people, uh, there's people, white, black, you name it, they, they, they think they're entitled and they think they have the capacity, like, I can say what I want. I made millions. I'm, I'm, I'm Bobby Hutt. No. First of all, what radio show allowed this on? What station allowed this? Because, you know, we always on our show. It's not like they got cut right at he got cut right after that though because it had looped back around in the beginning i don't know how much longer the interview went after that man well them guys was <laughs> throughout that when he was talking about it so them hosts yeah. those hosts need to be you know i'm I, all i'm saying is they just as guilty to you know continue to you know bag it on the whole time but uh yeah so after saying that cam guess what his punishment was bobby huggins so his punishment was uh let's see let's see a three game suspension uh, sensitivity training, and then he had to redo his contract with West Virginia, uh, a million dollars uh, less with his contract now. So he currently was getting paid four point two million. So now he's getting paid three point two million, three a three game suspension and sensitivity training. To me, who look who won in this battle? Did did Huggins really take an L <laughs> when you think about it? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think. He did. The man. I mean, we about to say no, something. No, no, no. I just, I, I agree. Like, no, he did. Did he? Did he take a L or whatever? No, he, he didn't. But I mean, look, it, it is what it is, right? Like, I, I feel like we, we talk about cancel culture. We talk about all these things, and we know that this it is, it's, it's a farce, right? It, like, it, yeah, it targets the people that basically they they want to target it's it's very very um calculated and contrived when it comes down to to canceling people so i feel like the school did what they needed to do to show some using air quotes here for those that are listening Mm -hmm. for those that felt that he needed to make some type of they need to make some type of effort for um reprimanding but like honestly like a lot of people will be fired in that situation you know hella fired hella fired that's and that's what that's so, where i was like mind blown and i'm like are we so now make, saying be, oh were you, i was were just you gonna saying? say making a millionaire just a little less of being a millionaire <laughs> is not really a penalty. and suspended for three games out of like well i don't know exactly how many games they play but they play anywhere from like 25 to 30 so suspended for three games like and i'm look i'm not saying that we need to to bring everything down on Bob Huggins or whatever. Like, I don't, I, like, I, I don't know, but like the, the punishment is, is kind of, at least the suspension is kind of laughable. Well, I think I, it's, it's extremely laughable because let's just be real. Say Bobby Huggins was a, uh, like never had a winning season at West Virginia. Right. So let's just mm-hmm. say he wasn't a winning coach. He was a, you know, he was a coach who maybe had finished the season off last place job is on the line. Let this happen. Oh, he's out of here, and it's it's it's, it's yeah. that's just the way it is. Like, there's so many, how many times do we hear about coaches get fired after one season? Ooh, the season wasn't that good, but if they're a winning coach, oh, we're gonna do our best to keep you in the. And he's a hometown kid too. The the counter argument to that is if if he wasn't known, we wouldn't be talking about him right now. Uh, that is at which point it doesn't bring all the ire. At which point he doesn't get. I don't think. I don't ire. think. I don't know. I'll I'll go back on that one. I don't think it will be as of a topic. I think it will be acknowledged in like this on the sports side of things. Like, who university coach in trouble for saying this? I think it will be mentioned, but just the fact of the matter is like this is he he ranks easily in the top ten winningest coaches of all time. I mean, this man's almost seventy years old. And he's saying stuff like this. Look, the older he get, the more he gonna probably get himself in trouble. Say some stuff, yeah. but like you know, uh, different you know, uh, different uh, uh, community groups, of course, are pissed off. Uh, they want more uh, more punishment added on again, like you mentioned with the laughable uh, suspension that he's getting in the you know, boom, I'm a millionaire, but just take here, t- take a million, this and that and the other. So it's not it's not a punishment at all. Uh, but more of the story is, man, look, think before you speak. Please, like, just stop. What? Why? And if you're not a, if not a comedian, stop trying to be one. Because he, to him, it was a joke, and it really was a, it was a very offensive stuff he was saying. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it just, it, it's funny, man. It, 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 that stuff always gets me. It's almost as funny, Cam, as um the boot girls. You hear about the boot girls in Atlanta? 
I did. Legends. Let me, t- let me tell you something. Now, Legends. See, that, they, they exactly. They need to be acknowledged. They need a key to the city. Let me tell you something about the boot <laughs> Yo, girls. I see. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. You see that? They, you see that? They don't. They don't have the key to the city, but they they apparently have the keys to some boots. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, look, if y'all try to know what we talk about, look, there is a group of girls, TikTok sensations, they are called the Boot Girls, fight against, fight back against booting cars in Atlanta. But is it illegal? So when I saw this, man, I really, uh, I was like, wait, what? What? They're taking off what? I'm trying to figure out how, for one. And they were on their local news uh, getting interviewed, but they had ski masks on. It's like the, it's like the hometown heroes. It's like Spider-Man. It's like Spider-Man or Batman. Like, they're the hometown heroes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look, so, again, I wish we had a clip, um, but I don't, I don't, I didn't have one, um, which I'm going to call it, queued up. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, like Arrington said, basically, they're going around and they're pulling boots off of cars, which apparently, I, I, there's, there's like, so what's happening from what I understand is sometimes the people, it's not law enforcement that's always putting the boots on cars. Sometimes mm, it's the parking mm. facility and and other things. To which point it's like, I, I I'm not I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Like you're you're holding my car hostage, and then at that point, like now the the fees and all that shit is is caking and creeping up on top of it. Like yeah. no, these these women. Are are a godsend, and I I hope that they continue to do God's <laughs> all work. for fifty dollars, all for yeah, fifty dollars. Right, I right, mean, it's it's right. it's pretty cool. I mean, honestly, I think that that what they're doing will probably be ending pretty soon. I'm pretty sure the city's gonna be like, okay, where they asses at? We go, we gotta catch them. Like, I feel as though like it's them against the city <laughs> now, but uh, but I do think it it is cool. It's a cool story to to you know that they brought that they. Uh, brought up because it's like we hear so much about you know crime and violence and just you know karen's going off this and any other it feels good to like this kind of wounds your heart like i mean i'm tired of seeing people going ham on subways and airplanes yeah. and this and that it kind of wounds your heart yeah. <laughs> yeah no absolutely hey hey my guy I, I, I think i got something for you oh gosh oh gosh <laughs> i'm scared your your favorite um Oh, Your no. favorite pastor is back. No, 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 please, please, no. Please, you tell me Whitehead from New Jersey? Bis- Bishop Lamar Whitehead has oh, a confession. My gosh. Oh, my gosh. He has a confession. Do we want I don't. I don't know what this is about, and if it's whack, we'll cut it, but he has a confession. The clip is eight minutes long. We're not going to listen for all that time, but do we want to <sighs> hear from our, 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 our guy? You know, Bishop just, Whitehead. Just, just, just go, go, go ahead, Cam. You, you, you go ahead, play. Let's, let's see, let's see what my man is talking about. Let's see what my man is talking about. God damn it, Sir Rock. Why would you have to? Why you believe you was Cam? Before I go to dinner, going to dinner. What's up? I want you to share this because I want to. I'm gonna skip a little ahead because he's, you know, waiting for people to come. In. This is an Instagram live, by the way. Uh, uh, uh. I'm skipping. Just skipping. everybody's opinion. Everybody's opinion. Um. I just, I really just got a confession, y'all. I, I really got a confession. Let's right? go. Because Let's I've go. Been with this. <laughs> I've been dealing with this for some time, and I've been dealing with this for some months. I've been dealing with this. What's the over-under on this being just a completely uh, self-serving thing that he's about to do right now? I, I mean, I, I mean, you, you know. Let's, I bet, I'll bet on it. I'll bet on it. <laughs> I, I love too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I love my family. I love my congregation. I love, I love my Bentley Rose Royce that my church paid for. All right, let's get back to this to, to Pastor Whitehead. Some months, and I have to I have to say this. So I don't know. First, let me just say this, y'all. I almost lost myself. Almost. I really almost lost almost. me. Oh, man. Oh, oh. That's what I had. This is the Jay-Z. Okay. Um, I really almost lost myself. Really oh, almost needed, lost myself. He needed to move music. Okay. Listening to 
family. Oh. Listening to friends. Oh. Listening to people that state that they're loyal to me. Fuck them. That state that they love me. Fuck them. Listening to people. Almost lost me. Almost lost himself. Almost lost I himself. Almost lost me. Mm. Connected to loved ones mm-hmm. that want their pastor to be like other pastors. Mm. Oh my goodness. Okay. Mm. Connected to loved ones, connected to members of mine, connected to friends of mine that want me to be the status quo of what the opinions of others. Right? Right? No, no. And right? I almost lost almost my man almost lost himself errington hey hey kevin samuel came back and is now (laughs) look man i can't listen to it no more i he ain't saying shit yet my head hurts my head hurts that's all i can say i've i've i don't think i've ever come across um uh at least on in the public eye a, a, a supposed man man of the clergy of the cloth that is so I, I want to say delusional, but I, I feel like he knows better. Like, he knows, but it's like you think we don't see it. It, it blows my mind. You know you know what really blows my mind? The fact that you said the key word, delusional. He's not delusional. The people that follow him, I'm sorry, and it's, it's I, I know people go through things and they really find that person that they can really say, okay, I feel, you know, but I'm just saying, this has been going on for years. There are so many Bit mega pastors and just ministers that really, really, they it's hogwash. But the fact that they continue to have a flock that builds their finances up, it kills me, man. It kills me. It really, it yeah. really, it's a turnoff for me. Like, really, I love, you know, growing up as a kid, I was raised in like the small Baptist church. Now, of course, throughout time, every church wants to continue to grow and build renovations. They enlarge. Uh, mm-hmm. brings in more people things like that but mm-hmm. like i just can't i it i'm sorry i just i can't i don't like the flashiness when it comes to ministers nowadays i don't like the whole look church i need a private jet i got five but i'm gonna need one more i, got I mean five on. See, literally and, and see with me i don't i don't even necessarily care about all that stuff i what what i do care about is that you're you're taking things dishonestly um, I, I personally, I don't know how that's supposed to work. Right. Like mm-hmm, I understand mm-hmm. clerk, like pastors, they take salary from what's given to the church. I don't know mm-hmm, if it's supposed mm-hmm. to be a percentage. I, I don't know how that works. And I, I don't want, I don't want to get on the bandwagon of saying, oh yeah, the building fund is where they, you're like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do all that. I don't want to do all that. But I will say like, it, there has to be some type of checks and balances here. Like who is monitoring the monitor and who's mm. making sure that like, if, if I look back to the, the video that he had online, like he's not in a mega church. The, the church was the size of a storefront. It was much. the size of, of like a little gas station market and, that's what i'm and saying the member capacity that's that's that right there already put himself in trouble because you telling me you have about less than 50 members and you can drive a rolls royce off of your donate i mean that's and, and you know what a lot of ch- what churches uh have cam and just this is just to my knowledge of being like you know knowing people in the church going to church myself mm-hmm. it's like you have uh boards you have board of trustees you have people that oversee okay what the pastor should yeah. make like you said they when they yeah. provide offerings the pastor gets a little bit so if if, if a pastor gets you know if he has 30,000 let's just say 3,000 members and he gets a dollar from each of those members I mean again that's some good cash per week plus the you know they have the Wednesdays and this and that and the other but I mean it's everything now is getting turned to such a cash cow I mean it's it's I mean it's ridiculous I mean even when you see foundations like or, or people that uh create organizations and stuff they're yeah. cash cows. They lose faith. They lose the fact on what the cause was because they're like, look, this is a quick way to get some money in. Yeah. How many 
times we've heard GoFundMe pages, you know, scams and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it's just the the ministry is always going to be that one that's going to be the forever conversation. You know, you know what pisses me off? You know what grinds my gears? What so really like, grinds your gear? <laughs> I don't like the people around our age, and I know we're not close in age, but we're close enough, right? Like mm-hmm. we're you know we we're we're part of the information age. I was probably you know at the beginning of the social media boom and stuff like that. Like we know better, right? Mm-hmm. What what I don't have respect for and will never have respect for is people that take advantage of like the elderly and people that just oh. don't know any better. And I feel like when we see guys like this, to your to your point, like he you're I, I don't like I I'm not gonna go as far as name calling or say he's mm-hmm. It doesn't look good. And the way he's painted, if that is actually what he's doing and he's taking advantage of his clergy and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like you you're the bottom of the bottom, dog. Like I I I I can't <laughs> respect it. I'll never have respect for it. Like there's so many other ways to to get a coin out here in in life where you don't have to do that. So I again, I I, I don't know what's up with this dude. I, I don't know what's going on, um, but I just I, I had to play that clip. I didn't even know what the clip was going to be, but I knew him saying he has a confession was going to be some bullshit, and I I just I just had to hear it. I just had in the, to in the word look in the words of Birdie Mac, that's some boo. That is yeah. <laughs> that's some yeah, boo. Pretty much. So and that, and that's what it is, y'all. That's what it is. But look, we look we appreciate y'all sticking with us. For the pod, man, look, we got so much stuff going on. Uh, as like I said, we have we got the radio show doing great. We get some good. We're hearing some good traction from our radio show for people mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, listen to the pod mm-hmm. that actually listen to our radio show. We truly appreciate it. Again, if you're in the Hampton Roads area, tune in every Sundays at 12 p.m. to 91.1 FM W. Excuse me, WNSB Hot 91, the Solo VA. Also, you can download the WNSB app. If you're not if you're not in the area, hey, look down on the app. You can listen to the show from there. We have some great content in stores for you. We have a show, a, a freaking cable show, y'all. We have a show coming out June third, a late night show. I'm so hyped about it, man. Oh, oh, hey, stop it. Oh, please, please. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Oh, all right. No, you're done. That's it. All right. Okay. No, that's, so, it. that's all you get. That's, that, that's all I get. It's okay. I'll take. I'll take anything I can get. Uh, <laughs> but no, we we you know we've been really working hard by you know building up our smooth club. Uh, you know, just one as a podcast. We wanted to have a platform for men of all ages, all backgrounds, really just to sit down and talk about whatever's just off the top of the dome. Really, I mean, just just fellowship around each other and learn from each other, but also have some fun. But you know, inform each other at the same time. So we want to do that with our listeners. So again. June third, Sky Four TV, uh, uh, in your city. Our smooth presents. Our smooth club presents in your city. Uh, we got the radio show, podcast, of course. Our smooth club. You can check it out anywhere where you get your podcast. iHeart, Spotify, you name it. Uh, subscribe to the channel, uh, Rugged Evo TV. Follow uh, myself, Aaron Gavin, Mr. Cam Godley, Hybrid Productions, all the great stuff he's doing. Our boy Sirac, comedian Sirac Fox. He has a lot of great things going on as well. Please support and follow. Uh, yeah. Make sure and just be be kind to everybody. I feel like I'm LNG. Be kind to one another. Try not to <laughs> try not to take advantage of the elderly. Try look, please. Try don't. not to. That's oh, I'm I sorry. Mean. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say try. Cause sometimes the elderly be they be asking for it now. They be fresh in the mouth. They like I'm old. I can say what I want. I'm like, <laughs> and they can. And they they can. can. They can. They can. Uh, but no, just y'all. Y'all be easy. Stay safe out there. And uh, yeah, we'll tune into another Arts Move Club podcast, a show where everyday men discuss everyday topics. Yeah.